Welcome to Girls Gone Well, a podcast that takes a lighthearted approach to all things self-improvement and inner exploration. We're your hosts, Charlie and Hannah B, here to offer down-to-earth advice and fresh perspectives on topics that seem too serious. Whether you're a wellness enthusiast or looking for a good laugh while exploring a more balanced life, we are here to help you embrace your unique path to well-being. We're so happy that you're here. Welcome back to Girls Gone Well, episode two. How are we feeling, Miss Hannah B? I'm lit off of my <laughs> Oh, you got the goofy giggles going already. I'm a giggly goofer today. You know, I've already told you this before, but that is my <laughs> my least favorite flavor. I don't I don't drink Celsius anymore, but back in the day. Sparkling orange is definitely the worst. I love them. They're mm. so good. They well, get me lit. I'm glad you're enjoying up. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm excited to be I'm excited to be in the stew. In the stew. Back in the stew. Episode two. Oh. Ooh, girl. <laughs> okay what are your um your yucks and your yums this week oh my goodness i'm going first yes really putting me on the spot here (laughs) um all right my yum it's kind of a silly goofy one but last night last night i was actually at your house we were chatting me you and your boyfriend and i was kind of going on and on about how i'm over the dating apps like you know, they're not really for me. I've tried them before and I'm just kind of over it. And I said, I'm just looking for a handsome man that's into regenerative farming. And later that night, we were like eating dinner or something. And I just opened up Hinge. I was going to delete. And I had a like at the top of my screen. And it literally, it was this farmer with long hair. He was handsome. And it said, I won't shut up about regenerative farming. So this man is not necessarily my yum for the week. I'm still probably deleting Hinge. Um, Actually, I am deleting Hinge. Are you deleting him? I don't know. I mean... Do his number? No. (laughs) I don't even think I replied to him. But the more over the meaning, the, the, the overall encompassing yum is that my manifestation powers are just off the chisel. And I literally just said, like, this is what I want. And then within 30 minutes, it just, like, poofed into my reality. So got to just lean in, lean in a little more to that. I love that. That's my yum. I love that so much. My yuck. Hmm. My yuck is that that candle you were burning at your house last night gave me a headache. Oh. Yeah, that candle's Definitely disgusting. Definitely some endocrine disruptors. Oh, a thousand percent. It's from Bath and Body Works. I'm oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, my God, Hannah. I didn't buy it for myself. My Somebody in my family bought it for me. I will not say who. I will not out <laughs> them like that. But somebody in my family bought me that candle, and it smells so disgusting, and I didn't have the guts <laughs> to tell them that it smelled like <laughs> literal buttholes. So. No, I don't think it smelled bad. It, it did. just had lots of fragrance. It gave me a Yeah, it was very aggressive. It gave me a little headache. A headache, but I appreciate you setting the mood and lighting a candle for us. Well, Josh had said you should probably vacuum if Charlie's coming over, and I said I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not. She can see me at my worst. It's fine. It's true. But you're like, I'll light a candle though. <laughs> I'll light a candle. Well, okay. So I went past my two-hour eating period and the candle. It was just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. No, I feel that. I can see that happening. Yeah. 
So what are your what are your yucks and yums this week? My yum is that I had so much fun hanging out with you and Josh last night. Like just being in a room with two of my absolute favorite people and then them getting along and like not that I didn't think you guys would get along, but you're like the two most important people, like my two bestie bestie boos. And he'd never met and it was just so fun and we just like hung out for hours. Yeah, it was really cute. And it's kinda crazy that was our first time meeting. Yeah, weird. But more to come, you know? Way more to come. Way more to come. And apparently he has a lot to say, so who knows? Maybe one day. That's true. Josh did say he has a lot to say, so we're going to bring him on the pod one day. I actually can't wait to see what he has to say. like, I don't even know. I don't even know. (laughs) I'm trying to get it out of him, but I can't. Uh My yuck is... Okay, this is just because I'm a little bit of a bitter bitch, and I have to say this. Let's hear it. So... I posted on Instagram that I was closing my business Mm -hmm. and like all good. I'm happy that I'm closing my business. I wanted to be more part of a team, which I am now. And then I posted that I needed models for a specific service at my new job. And I'm not even kidding. 30 people DM'd me. Granted, I get that it's free and people love free shit. I love free shit. But Half of the people that DM'd me, I don't even know who they are. Mm -hmm. And then, like, five of the 30 people that DM'd me, I don't even follow. So, it went to, like, my requested messages. And it really just made me feel some type of way that when I had a legit business that I was, like, trying to get off the ground, Mm -hmm. people weren't supporting me the way I thought they were. Mm -hmm. Gonna. And then when I said, oh, you want something free, it's like they came flocking. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just like, ugh. Yeah. But I think that's kind of the, that's kind of the drawback, like starting up small, starting up local. It's like, yeah, people want the easy, fast option, you know? And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to give this to my ride or dies who have supported <laughs> me. So Since that's day what one. I did. <laughs> oh. uh, those are, those are good yucks and yums though. Thank you. You guys were really good too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um, all right. Should we get into today's topic? I'm actually really excited. I am too. I think one. you should headline it. Headline it. All right. Yeah. So today we are talking about... I'm going to start over really quick. Um, so you may have heard of FOMO, but have you heard... <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. of jomo jomo you're so good at that yeah. jomo is the joy the sweet sweet joy of missing out missing with that shit mm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> i just love ad-libbing you ad-libbed me last time so i know no i know you're ad-libbing time. me now um the joy of missing out is actually a concept that i got from a magnet that my mom gave me way back in the day it literally says jomo and you know i thought it was just a silly goofy little magnet back then but i've realized that jomo has been kind of shaping my reality lately tell me tell me more i just think that like for so long i you know lived according to other people's needs or emotions my decisions were based around like kind of just pleasing others really and so like incorporating like the concept of missing out and like you know like I I used to find myself going to events that I was going to just because I felt like I should go 
or just because like I didn't want to disappoint someone by not going or like not really tuning into my body and saying like does this feel good do I want to do this right now just doing things because I felt like I should and um I feel like like once I was able to just start tuning into like my desires like I kind of I don't want to say I fell off but I just really stopped like going out stopped doing all these things that didn't really align with me anymore and I've just found so much peace so much more joy like I'm not missing out you know what I mean yeah I feel like I am not yet at the Jomo (laughs) (laughs) phase I have the worst FOMO ever Mm. um but I do feel like as I like grow as a, mm-hmm. a human and like figure out who I actually am and what I actually like, the more I'm like okay with missing things. Right. And I'm like excited to be missing certain things. Right. Because I, I think before I so willingly gave my energy to anybody and anything mm-hmm. just so that people, other people felt like, good like I never wanted people to feel bad and then now I'm like wait hold up wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) I feel like shit at the end of the day so I do feel like I'm slowly getting into my Jomo phase and I feel like it's been a really slow journey like I feel like 2020 ish is probably when I started like experimenting with missing out and like what that felt like and um I remember like it really it really started when I stopped drinking so like in 2020 ish I went through a period of like complete sobriety and it pretty much it lasted for a few years where I just like wasn't drinking and I remember like I'd been toying with that idea and like knowing that drinking didn't really feel good for me and I didn't like being in the like energetic spaces of bars and I maybe didn't like the decisions I made when I was drinking and things like that. And so I wanted to experiment with sobriety, but like I was just scared of like missing out, like missing out on the fun. I'm like, I'm only 21. Like I shouldn't like, you know, all my friends are doing it. I, how am I going to meet boys? Like all of, all the, all of the things. And then finally, like during COVID, the pandemic, like no one was going out anyways. And then I just kind of like stopped drinking and like kept going with it and just like seeing like how long I would go, how far I would take it. And I really realized really quick that like the friends I really loved and the ones that really felt good didn't care, didn't care if I drank or didn't drink, didn't pressure me to drink or not drink, didn't, didn't care about any of it. And I had just as much fun and I could even go out with them. I could go to bars and things and not drink and like wasn't missing out on anything. Felt great the next day. I could wake up the next day and go to yoga at 8 a.m. and like feel great. And that was kind of like my first little taste of like, okay, like. I can tune into what like vibrationally feels good and like do that. And I don't need to do what, what other people are doing. Like I don't need to drink just cause I'm young or, you know, like that's not the only place I can like meet a boy or hang out with my friends. Like we can have other activities. Yeah. I am, I think starting to go through that, like, especially with drinking, I, during COVID before, like prior to COVID, I don't really feel like I drank that much. And then during COVID, mm-hmm. I was drinking a lot more than I had before. So then I feel like my body was like used to like, oh, after work, we're going to mm-hmm. crack a white claw. <laughs> um, and now in the past like few months, I've really been 
trying to figure out my relationship to drinking, but I feel like a lot of times it's like, I don't want to, it's like that place between like FOMO and JOMO where it's like, what do I actually want? Like, Mm -hmm. am I, because I think sometimes when you have FOMO, you think you're missing something and you're like, it's almost like this like lack headspace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if I don't do this, I'm not going to have mm-hmm. X experience. And then there's other situations where I'm like, I really want to drink. And I know that if I go on the boat for the day, like I'm going to drink. And I've since this summer, like kind of gone with the idea of like, okay, I'm just going to bring like seltzer water and not drink. Mm-hmm. But my brain still, I don't know if it's the bubbles or what the <laughs> fuck it is. It's like placebo. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, we're having so much fun drinking this water. Well, you realize that like you're the fun. Yeah. It's not the alcohol. Yeah. And ever. then you wake up and you feel good the yeah. next day, which I like, I like that. I don't like yeah. feeling so. Ugh. Yeah. And I like, so I'm kind of an extremist in that way where like I went 100% sober, wouldn't touch a lick of it for years. And then this past summer, like being in a new place, not knowing anyone, I kind of felt myself like wanting to go back to not drinking, not going out at the bars, but like, oh, have a glass of wine with a girlfriend. And like, that's fine. But I struggled with it for a long time because I was like, no, you're sober. Like, no, you don't do that. So then I took like I took it to the opposite extreme where I was having this desire and like repressing it because Mm -hmm. I was telling myself like, you don't do that. You don't need to do that. Yeah. And so now it's kind of like playing with the, you know, in between, like not being as restrictive in any way, but also not overdoing it. Right. So. Yeah. And I think, too, with anything in life, not just drinking, but for like the topic of drinking, like you can change. Like if one right. day you're like, I'm going to I'm not going to drink for however long or I'm going to stop drinking like you made that quote-unquote like rule for yourself Mm -hmm. so you can change the rules for yourself like whenever you want i think there's also a piece too that's like self-discipline and like sticking to what you say you're gonna do but like literally you're in charge of your life so like (laughs) yeah you can change whatever you want yeah another like way that i kind of have been playing with or you know we were talking a lot about like hormones last night and like our periods and things like that and probably the most liberation I've found through missing out has been through like really tuning in with my cycle and I keep like it's called Jomo and I keep saying missing out but like really it's adding so much value to my life by quote-unquote missing out um but like really just like tuning in to the phases of my cycle and like allowing like you know, as women, I can't go on a tangent right now because, you know, whenever I start talking about this, I just go off. Pop but off. no, I just like as women. So we, we're not really taught like how our cycles work and, you know, what having, you know, lower estrogen means during certain times of the month and what higher estrogen feels like during times of the month. And that's why we, you know, often feel like I remember growing up, my mom would just always go, you're just hormonal, honey. Like you're fine. Like you're, you know what I mean? Like you're, it's just your hormones. And it's like, it's true. But like, that's, that's, that's so much of me. It's not just my silly little hormones. It's like, this is altering my reality. Yeah. So you know, like as women, we get our period and we're still expected to work and we're still expected to function as like normal, you know, our normal day to day self. And, 
you know, women can do anything. Women are strong, blah, 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 blah. But like also like physiologically, like there's times of the month where you do need more rest and like to, to perform optimally the rest of the month, like taking that time on your period to like go inward rest like hermit like literally my friends all laugh at me because I say my period is my favorite time of the month but like those first few days like I am full princess treatment mode like on myself like I will make no plans if I have plans I cancel them I will try to like work my work schedule around so that I'm off the days that I'm like expecting to like be on my period the first few days and like which is such a you know a blessing that I'm able to do that with my schedule but really just like tuning into like the those feminine cycles and like what my body needs and what it feels like like during those cycles where I'm like you know I could be like oh all my friends are going out but I just started my period today I really am too tired I don't feel good like I really don't want to go but I don't want to miss out you know and I just like remove that narrative like I'm like nah man I'm a fucking hermit i'm not seeing anyone i'm getting my groceries delivered i'm wearing my fuzzy socks i'm eating soup like i'm posted up like reading a book on the couch and then like that energy is so recharging and i can take that with me for like the rest of the month and then like the rest of the month when my energy my hormone levels are high like i'm feeling so good and then i can like retreat during those like low energy periods yeah i feel like i um i feel like i say this to you a lot but i our friendship to me feels not only like nourishing to my soul but I feel like it's what little Hannah always needs like there's so many things that I am trying to understand about myself and my body and how it works and my intuition and listening to my intuition and I like love having a friend like you who just like be knowing (laughs) you just be knowing shit and I'm like oh yeah tell me more and then you go on these tangents and I like love them (laughs) like last night I was like literally please don't shut up like keep talking (laughs) I just want to hear what you have to say because it's it's like very informative people like to your point like nobody taught me this I feel like people Mm -hmm. don't teach this to young girls Mm -hmm. boys like I mean women are just taught to hate so many parts of themselves unfortunately like I used to wish this is so sad every year on my birthday cake I would wish that I wouldn't start my period that year like I was so Ooh. mortified like that to, to, to enter that stage of my life and like what about it was mortifying to you I think that it, it was embarrassing to me like mm-hmm. being I was the oldest girl sibling oldest girl in my family and like um just going through that I don't know it felt really mortifying it felt really embarrassing to like get a period like to get boobs like to get all these things and then like I kind of experienced like female athlete triad where I was you know working out a lot probably not eating enough and like you know I lost my I would get my period like once a year like when I was in middle school and high school and things like that and I just like had no connection and but no one teaches you that like it's a very scientific thing it's like if you have sex you will get pregnant and die and you know what I mean and like don't have it no one taught me like what like you know you hear terms thrown around like PMSing or whatever but like Mm -hmm. no one really teaches you like what is happening in your body and like yeah why like why like why do you feel so crappy oh it's because like your estrogen is so low or whatever whatever the feeling is like and there's ways to correct it there's foods to eat there's like if you if you truly rest during the time that your body's asking for rest and you like tune in to your body and like 
you don't even have to know all the fancy jargon like you don't need to know about the hormones and the cascades and what's happening and blah 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 you just need to literally close your eyes and be like what do i need oh i i really feel tired okay i'm I'm not gonna drink an energy drink i'm gonna like take a nap (laughs) you know what i mean like tuning in and like not numbing not like if you're like having a somatic sensation a symptom and experience within the body it's your body telling you that it like needs something so it's like what is it that i need i think though my issue with all of that not issue but like my problema is that i always feel exhausted if Mm -hmm. i were to lay on any flat surface long (laughs) enough i would fall asleep yeah or just like any surface long enough i would fall asleep because i feel like i'm in this constant state of fatigue and there's there's times where i'll drink like two celsius and fall asleep yeah because and that's not normal caffeine doesn't doesn't fix that you know what i mean like i work 12 hour night shifts and i don't drink caffeine anymore like and it's not because like i'm not saying that like i don't drink caffeine anymore but like caffeine genuinely it gives you a burst but like it doesn't really like I'm like okay I need to eat snacks like that keeps me awake like energy every two hours honey no I literally eat every two hours and like that's what like keeps me awake and like I've learned for me like I could drink a caffeine but it doesn't make me less tired it doesn't and then it maybe just messes up my sleep later in the day and Mm. you know what I mean like it 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 doesn't do what it promises it's going to do. And we're all just kind of hooked and fried. And then it messes with our adrenal glands, our cortisol, our stress hormones, our fat storing, like all of these things. It makes us nauseous. It makes us not want to eat. So you're just literally listing every single thing I experienced <laughs> in my daily life. I mean, I'm not a doctor by any yeah, means. Yeah, but you know, but like, I feel like, okay, this is like slight side topic, but you know so much about certain topics that Mm -hmm. people want to know about and something that I think so often happens with people and more particularly with women and we were talking about this last night too is that when we like you have said like I really want to get into like hormone helping people balance their hormones or like hormone Mm -hmm. health or whatever but I don't think I know enough or like I don't know if I'm qualified enough Mm -hmm. like and you said something along the lines of, I would ha- feel like I would have to take like a specific like hormone balance, like coach, whatever class mm-hmm. for that. And I feel like so often we get caught in these cycles of like feeling like we don't know enough, mm-hmm. but like, you know, so much information. You could write a fucking novel. You could write a little, what's that smart book called? Encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I forget what it's called, but like doctors, we write in them and then they do studies. Anyways, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, I feel like there's just so much information that people want to know Mm. and I support you doing it. (laughs) Not that you need my validation at all, but you have it. Thank you, bestie. I, I, I feel that on my horizon. Like I feel that that's probably where I'm going. Um, but yeah, we'll just see where, where it goes. I really appreciate that though. You're, you're the sweetest. Bitches be knowing and <laughs> I just got to let you know that I see you be knowing. Even though you might not think you be knowing, you be knowing. Oh, bestie. I love you, girl. Ugh, love you so too. you can help me by listening to my advice. Yeah. And yeah, I can be your little like <laughs> trial patient. Yeah. And see how it works. Yeah. 
because ivy having problems yeah well we gotta lay off the celsius fuck fine (laughs) fine uh all right yeah anyways back to back to the joy of missing out back to jomo we be going on tangents but y'all be loving them so this is true whatever um yeah i really just think that like basically all the period talk all the cycle talk started for me just kind of bringing up the point of like tuning in to what feels good and like your body like your mind is the one that like jostles around and kind of goes back and forth but like your body be knowing like your body knows exactly what you need and what you want and all of these things and like if you can really just like tune in to the heart space and like you can literally ask yourself like like sometimes I literally close my eyes and I'm like okay like I ask a question and like I hear it like I hear my body's like oh here like and it's like okay or like if something's for example a food like if a food sounds good I gen I genuinely do not question it my body doesn't typically crave things that are horrifically bad for me so like I don't have to worry about that part but like in general like if my body's like I want chocolate it's like I'm probably low in magnesium and like you know what I mean so I'm like all right I'll give myself chocolate or whatever the thing is or like I want eggs right now okay like I get that because why why would my body be asking for it if it wasn't like a nutrient that I needed I used to I don't think I've ever told anybody this actually I think I've told maybe one person this but I lately like I was saying I've been trying to figure out my relationship to alcohol and what that looks like for me and whatever and for the past six months I would say maybe even longer when I drive to the liquor store and I'm getting the alcohol and then I leave the liquor store and I'm driving home my stomach I'm not even kidding starts to feel so like please for the love of fucking god do not put this in my body right like in your body right now we do not want this like there is no space for this and i and i think the thing that you're saying which is important is like listening to your body but mm-hmm. also like doing it like yeah not because i do get this the cues and the you should eat this and that happens for me a lot and i feel like i'm able to tune into that but then i don't listen yeah and I do the opposite of what my body's telling yeah. me. So then it it almost feels like I'm at war with my body. Mm. And I have felt like I'm at war with my body for my entire life. Right. Pretty much. And I mean, it's the same as like, you know, when you get an intuitive hit, like, and then you don't listen to it. It's like every time you ignore it, you're putting your body kind of into some sort of disalignment. And your body eventually will just be like, fuck, like she's not <laughs> listening. Like, yeah. let's like you know break her hip (laughs) no for real like it's like all right like let's give her some let's give her something so big and painful and crazy that she has to listen like she'll have no choice like Mm -hmm. for example that was like me with my my most recent breakup it was like god was giving me all of these little nudges and signs and showing me all the ways i wasn't living in alignment Mm -hmm. and i wasn't listening wasn't listening wasn't listening until god was like all right i'm gonna fucking ruin your fucking (laughs) life i'm literally (laughs) going to knock you so hard on your ass that you're gonna die and yeah you know what i mean i feel that and it's same with our bodies and like and and maybe those signs are like hits from god or source or creator energy whatever like you know like and the more you don't listen it's just gonna be like all right all right all right and then you're gonna have you know 
it's going to manifest into a bigger like issue bigger issue that's like the same getting back on periods that's like the same thing where like women have you know these crazy symptoms and it's their body telling them something's out of alignment like pain like periods that are so painful that they can't get up or so much blood that they're you know like like super 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 anemic and just like these like big symptoms that aren't necessarily quote-unquote normal um and it's their body saying like help something's wrong here and maybe you're only sleeping six hours every single night and like that's not what your body needs or like maybe you're working out way too hard or whatever the thing is maybe you're in an abusive relationship emotionally and your your stress is so high that your body can't function optimally but then women just kind of like mask the symptom or like get on you know birth control and think that like the symptoms are fixed when really they're just like hidden and 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 it'll your body will probably find another way for example i'm not diagnosing you but for example (laughs) like fatigue like maybe that's another way that your body's like okay like you know we can't show her the period signs right now but like we can show her that she doesn't have the energy to optimally function and like what what so like what needs to be addressed you know what i mean and like tuning into that yeah i feel like um there's been so many well a few things one I feel like when you listen to your intuitive hits whether it's about something that's happening in your life whether it's about what you should be eating or this that and the third when you listen to them Mm -hmm. and you actually do them it at least for me it like builds my confidence Mm -hmm. in myself and you're it just gets stronger and then on the opposite side of that when I don't listen my confidence I feel like lately has been like not the best. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel overly confident. I feel like I'm the heaviest I've ever been and I don't feel good in my body. Like I just feel like I'm at war with my body. And so my confidence, she in the gutter right now. <laughs> but when I listen, like even if it's just like one thing a day where mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to what my body wants. I'm going to give my body what it wants. It's like I start to feel more confident right. in myself because I, it feels like I'm a team with my body as opposed to feeling like it's me versus my body. Right. And I also think too, I mean, this could go down like so many rabbit holes, (laughs) but like just like society and women and how you should look and how you Mm. should dress and this, that and the third and like what your body should look like. And all of that, like that I think plays a big part in it too. Um, but yeah, I feel like your body is going to, if you don't give it what it needs, it'll literally it'll let you shatter know. you mm-hmm. and you will have no other option than to. And I, I think that like people think that so many symptoms are normal. Like people think oh, that yeah. like feeling fatigued all of the time is like, oh, that's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it doesn't need to be like that. Yeah. But maybe you're not missing out saying no to the things that don't feel good and saying yeah saying sorry (laughs) maybe you're saying yes to the things that don't feel good and no to the things that like you really need yeah because then once you start to say no to the things that aren't aligned for you that maybe you were saying yes to before out of fear of missing out right now you're saying no to those things and you're happy that you're missing them because they're not even good and you realize that you're not even really missing out yeah like okay see ya the more i say no to things the more i realize that like like 
I, I mean, I want to, you want to say yes and push yourself out of your comfort zone and do fun, new things, new experiences too. But like if something genuinely is not sitting right and I used to just, I used to like just have this anxiety or I just like wouldn't reply for a really long time about whatever the topic is. You know what I mean? Like if I was texting, like about mm-hmm. going somewhere, just putting it off and like, instead of just being like completely honest, mm-hmm. be, for example, like this weekend, um, there was an event I was supposed to go to. And I had worked night shift and my plan, like my original plan was literally like, okay, I'll get off of night shift and I'll sleep three hours and then I'll wake up and go to this thing and I'm going to be really tired, but I'm just going to go because I don't want to miss it and I want to support the people that are putting it on and da 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 da. Mm -hmm. And then like that morning I was like going back and forth and like you want to do what you say you're going to do and stuff, but you also want to honor yourself. So I got off of work and was like there's no way that I can sleep for three hours and like wake up and function and be a part of this and be happy and like energetically aligned and feel good and show up and be my best self and be joyous and like all of these things that I want to be when I'm, you know, at the thing, at this event. Yeah. So I canceled and like canceling something like that in the past would have brought me so much anxiety. I would have been like, they hate me. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're mad at me. I didn't go. Da, da, da. And now it's like, well, I'm happy with myself and that's all that matters. And then my external reality reflects that everyone meets me where I'm at. And is like, I'm so happy you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Literally. And like, we just think that everyone hates us and is mad at us all the time. And like the biggest thing that has helped my Jomo experience has been realizing that no one gives a fuck. Like no one cares about you. <laughs> In the way that you think that they do. People care about you. People love you. But, like, no one cares. No it's one cares. It's not it's that deep. It's never that deep. It's never that Ever. deep. No one really cares. No one. And even if they do, you know your truth. Like, even if yeah. they're like, that's really weird that she canceled. You'd be like, you know what? I was really tired. Yeah. Like, and that's all I need. That's all I, I need to know. As a recovering people pleaser <laughs> who literally says yes to everything, even though my internal dialogue is no 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 and then (laughs) what comes out is I'd love to (laughs) um I have gotten into the (laughs) habit of saying yes to a lot of things and then literally praying to God that they text me and say I have to cancel (laughs) so that then I don't have to cancel Mm -hmm. but when I actually say like you know I would love to I just like don't have space Mm -hmm. or like energetic space for this right now or like I Mm -hmm. can't or I'm busy or whatever Mm -hmm. I think I have always worried that I don't want people to think that I'm neglecting them but nobody is thinking that no one thinks that no one one of my favorite things and I, I feel like I've shared this with you is like literally being like so what I'm like okay my brain goes to the worst possible thing right Mm -hmm. everyone fucking hates me everyone thinks I'm a flake I'm unreliable I'm the worst person that's ever existed I should just not you know just curl up in a ball and die literally (laughs) like and then I'm like you know what if they really think that so what like if they if if they really think that then like what will happen okay like let's really envision that they think this yeah let's play it out what will happen? Literally nothing. Will the world keep spinning? Yes. yes. Will air still fill my lungs? Yes. yes. Like everything's fine. It's not that deep. It's literally <laughs> not that deep. It's and never. I think it's it's almost like I feel like as I've gotten older, like I feel like your like late teens to early twenties are very like self centered, not in a way of like 
where you're like what you traditionally think of self-centered but like you really just think that everyone is really caring and looking at your decisions and your actions a lot more than they are you know like and you just take things more per you take things more personal and you think that everyone else is also taking things more personal i've taken things personally since i came out of the womb <laughs> and i was 11 days late and i thought it was my fault <laughs> <laughs> but i get your point but you know what i mean like yeah. we just like think that like things are like you know like i'm canceling because i have i'm tired like and i don't have the space i'm not canceling because i don't love you or i don't want to be there and if i didn't feel this way i would be there you know yeah i think too the other thing that gives people fomo when in reality not that it should i don't want to tell somebody what they should or shouldn't feel but social media (laughs) be Mm. fucking with our mental health our mental hizzy our mental hizzy Mm -hmm. and it's like Okay, so you would say, like, say you text, like, a bunch of your friends, and you're like, hey, let's go do blah, 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 blah. And then you don't go. They're only posting fun things that they're doing. They're not posting the, like, at least this has happened to me before, but, like, (laughs) where you have said no, or you can't go to something, or you're not invited, which, ouch, but... (laughs) (laughs) And, like, they're posting the fun times, but really in between that, there's, like, drunk girls crying and people fighting and this and yeah that. And it's like yeah it's probably fun at times right but it's like are you really missing that much right like i don't know i just feel like it doesn't paint the whole picture of right 100 reality 100 and i think that's what i realized on the nights that i decided to stay home and things like that like i was like wow no drama like i got my full eight hours i ate a nourishing meal like yeah I feel so good to take on my day. I'm not anxious. Mm-hmm. I don't have anxiety. I'm Ugh, not, you I know what I mean? So like yeah. all of those things. And even if I'm not drinking, like just saying, for example, that event I said no to, like that wasn't a going out drinking thing. It was literally a yeah. women's circle, but I, it like would have been very nourishing for my soul, but I wasn't in the correct space to show up. And yeah. so like tuning into what I needed was yeah. so freeing. I think too, something I've seen, uh, like, I've never personally said this to anybody, but I am trying to start saying it to people. <laughs> I'm a work in progress, okay? Mm-hmm. Is somebody will agree to something. Like, I've seen people, like, in the DM, like, sc- like screenshot someone's DMs. And so, like, I guess they were going to do something together, like, either hang out or meet up or some type of, like, co-creation partnership. And it was, like, fun and exciting, and they were down to do it. And then a few days or a week went by... And they were like, actually, I don't have the energetic space, mm-hmm. like, to give my all to do this thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to have to, like, back out. And granted, you don't know anybody in explanation mm-hmm. ever. But I feel like for me, like, being a manifesting generator, I've learned, and we've even talked about this, like, I've learned that when certain situations happen and I have to make a decision on how I'm going to react mm-hmm. to a situation, I have to, like, really process and like let it process in my brain before i respond to Mm. said thing so like even if it's like josh and i are having a conversation or you know we're doing something within Mm -hmm. our business together like i can't tell you right then and there if i think it's a good idea or what i actually think because it takes time so i think too when you're making plans with somebody Mm -hmm. like yeah i would love to do all of the things Mm -hmm. all the time but i don't have the energetic space 
all of the time to do that. Right. So saying no can be, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. Right. It can be like a very liberating. Very loving yeah. decision. Yeah. And I feel like when, like, I feel like we talk about like the energy you put behind things. Mm-hmm. If you put like good energy behind your no mm-hmm. or a good energy behind your yes. The outcome is like yeah. so much better. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. I also like going off that, like in my like dating realm, like something that I've noticed about myself is like, you know, like I have a lot of friends that are like, don't reply too fast. Like don't text back too quick. And I always have been like, I don't like the games. Like I'm going to reply when I see the message. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I've been trying to step into like, does this feel good to reply right now? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like not playing games. Like Maybe I do have free time, but maybe I'm, like, sitting and enjoying, like, whatever I'm doing, a book, or I'm with a friend or something. Whereas before, I used to, like, see a message and reply right away. And I feel like it has such a different energy because I'm not tapped into, like, what feels good right now? Like, what do I, like, you know? And I've started, like, sitting on messages a little bit more to, like, a boy I like. Whereas before, I used to just reply really fast. Mm -hmm. And it's not games. Like, I'm not. It's just, like then when I do send the message I feel like it's coming from such energetically just such a better place because it's like right oh, this is a good time to yeah. reply and like I am ready to like have a real conversation and I'm not like forcing something out right now yeah but I think like the FOMO mm-hmm. like where it originated from is like if I don't reply fast enough they're gonna lose interest or they're gonna mm-hmm. whatever like it was fear-based and so like yeah. that doesn't lead to like love that doesn't lead to like unconditional love you know yeah. if I'm in a fear-based even if it wasn't like mentally con- like conscious of the fear it was like well if I don't reply they're gonna find someone else or they're gonna make other plans or they're gonna you know what I mean and so it was just this like constant state of like replying really yeah. fast because it was it, there's fear behind it yeah. energetically whereas now I'm like okay like I'm busy like I mm-hmm. will I like you know maybe I am just sitting here but I'm doing something or meditating yeah. or like then the response just comes so much more out of like love and like presence right and to like when you're reply like for me I am like that like I not as much anymore and now I literally be leaving people on red like not <laughs> even intentionally but just mm-hmm. like it is overwhelming to me that there's something in my hand all the time mm. that people can get a hold of me mm-hmm. and I like I've for the past like few months I've had my Instagram notifications turned off I've had Snapchat like any social media notification that can pop up on your phone I've turned off mm-hmm. because it can be overwhelming mm-hmm. like oh, I have to do it right now or else I'm gonna, they're not gonna be able to respond fast right. enough, and then I'm gonna have to wait and I'm gonna have to da, 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 and it's like bitch breathe like literally (laughs) take take a deep breath yeah yeah and that's like i mean social media and the phones and everything have been such a gift but they've also been like so like our parents like did not have this like dating was just different like and friendships everything everything like you just didn't have this like constant access to someone you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like 24 7 um and even not even dating just like friends and like work like you know, like mm-hmm. you can get a hold of me whenever you want and like yeah. I can get a hold of you. But like back in the day, like you'd have to call the house phone, dial up, dial up or like walk, or get the drive, pigeon. <laughs> get on your horse and carriage. And <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And but also being somebody like us and like I feel like a lot of people are like this that are 
energetically sensitive and Mm -hmm. that i know for me maybe more than you i have a hard time of guarding my own energy like Mm -hmm. so when i do have my phone in my hand 24 7 and i'm on my phone and i'm doing all the things it's i do feel like i'm fatigued early in the day because i've already given away like so much 70 of my energy by just looking on instagram or whatever and like i've seen people um talk about how like for the first hour of your day yeah don't go on your have you ever tried that um no (laughs) (laughs) i've actually i don't do that it's social media i don't do that regularly i wish that i did but i've tried it and it really does like change your energy level like i've done like literally my alarm maybe goes off just because it's waking me up and i just like turn it off and then like spend an hour like doing other things meditating doing the dishes whatever and like because i feel like what you get your first dopamine hit from in the morning Mm -hmm. is like then you're just going to keep going back to it all day. So if your first dopamine hit is Instagram, like you're just going to be on the gram all day. Like, unfortunately. I've noticed that there's been times where I've gotten off of work. I haven't been on my phone all day because I've been busy at work. Mm -hmm. I get home and I'm like, quote unquote, decompressing. Mm -hmm. And I'm literally cycling through. I'll open Instagram. I'll scroll through Instagram. I'll close Instagram. I'll go to Facebook. I'll scroll through Facebook. Close Facebook. Then I go to TikTok, do the same thing, <laughs> and then I go back to Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's been times where I've... It's like when you're hungry and you look in the fridge and there's yeah. no food, and then <laughs> you go back is. like 20 minutes later because you're like, maybe there's yeah. something. Yeah, and I just like... I am on the wave of we out here protecting our energy, mm. saying no to what doesn't serve us, mm-hmm. and saying yes to what does serve us, even if, in. even if other people don't get it. Nobody has to get it. No one has to get no it. One. If I, you like, get it, you get it. I feel like, okay, like... The way I tune in, close my eyes, literally I put my hand on my heart Mm -hmm. (laughs) and my womb, like those are my two spots and just like breathe and it like I can do it anywhere. You can do that anywhere or you can just close your eyes and like literally ask yourself in your head, like, what do I need right now? And like, you don't need, you know, I see like last night we were at the grocery store and you were trying to pick what you wanted to eat and you kept being like, Josh, what do I get? (laughs) Josh what do I get and yeah you know and I had to be like Hannah you said something warm and nourishing sounds good like let's look at the options here what fits that bill and you picked out like soup and I don't even know if you ate the soup <laughs> I, I didn't think- I just ate the sushi but I still feel like I have the soup tonight so good but you know what I mean just yeah. like we love to ask same with me like with friends like for example a guy does something and I'll like send a screenshot or like call my friend and be like what do you think and it's like, I know what I think when Which, I what read do you that, think? you know, like yeah. I, when I read that, that mate, that gave me a reaction in my mm-hmm. body. If it gave me a reaction enough to send it to a friend, then like my body was flat. Like, you know, there was a flag or a trigger that was hit. And so like, what do I think? Mm-hmm. What do I think sounds good for dinner? Like just tuning in. We we're giving our power away. And even if it's like loving and, you know, you love the person and you're like, no, I just like want to know what they think. It's like what do you think that's that's really what matters most Mm -hmm. that's all that matters and the more you make those decisions the better you're gonna feel in every avenue of your life i'm gonna challenge myself this week to ask myself what do you think when i want to ask somebody else what they Mm, think that's a beautiful practice yeah and i'll report back i don't know how it's gonna go but (laughs) oh i love it i feel like we literally could probably talk about this for eons and we love our little tangents love a tangent um do you have any 
any funny closing questions prepared? I, I didn't do. really prepare any, so. Okay, I want to know, my question is, what is the cringiest or most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you? Ever, jeez. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, it sounds like you have one on I deck. I have so quite a story. I would like to hear. Okay, I'm sure there's other things that have happened that are cringy and embarrassing, because I literally don't have a filter, <laughs> but so like a year, two years ago, I worked at a honey store mm. in like near my house. I'm not going to say where I live. <laughs> and <laughs> I, it was Christmas Eve. So mm. it was just me and this other girl working who I was like pretty good friends with and slight backstory. The owner of the store was amazing. She came like she was in the store every day. And she would her mom had like dementia or Alzheimer's or something and would go missing like fairly often. Um, And so she would come into work and she'd be like, I lost my mom last night. Like, I think we found her, blah, blah, blah. So the phrase I lost my mom was a common phrase. So cut to Christmas Eve. I'm working. I'm in the front. (laughs) This woman walks in and she is literally going like this. (sighs) <sighs> like just making these like really mm, deep mm-hmm. sighing noises and me being me i'm like are you okay like can i help you <laughs> find anything and she looks at me and she goes i lost my mom this morning to which i said i hope you find her <laughs> <laughs> and this woman's mother was dead oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it came did she say like she died she looked at me she just gave me a look (laughs) and i in that look i was like please god forgive me and like i don't know how the afterlife really works but i'm really hoping that the mother's ghost was behind her just giggling because (laughs) i was just like oh "Oh my God." god So yeah, that is a good story. That's I asked so a woman funny. if she's gonna find her dead mother, and <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, I feel like I have so many cringy stories, but like the first one that came to mind is not even that cringy. Okay, but, but tell me. Okay, so I'm really into thrifting. I love a good thrift, and I remember I found this really pretty like nighty kind of it was kind of lingerie but it was like very sweet like it was nighty like they wear to bed like a nightgown yeah but it was kind of like lingerie like sexy it was it was just pretty it was literally it went down to the floor it was Mm -hmm. like baby pink had like really pretty it was like silk and like had really like sheer had really pretty like little ruffles and like it was just beautiful like it was like a beautiful dress yeah and i bought it didn't have anyone to wear it for just like it was pretty you know like I'd wear it around the house sometimes. Like, it was just, like, a sweet dress. But I remember, like, it was still, like, sexy and, like, sweet, you know? And I was dating this boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Here's where the story turns. (laughs) And I remember we, like, went on a trip together, whatever. I really liked him. And I wore this, like, nighty one night. Like, it was, like... I was just like thought it was cute like I thought it was so cute like I wasn't necessarily trying to be like 
hot sexy like it wasn't like this like <laughs> you're trying to be grandma <laughs> it wasn't even grandma though like i will literally show you a picture I'm later i'm sorry no i will show you a picture later okay. it was very pretty it was like sweet it was like sweet you know sweetie pie anyways i wore it and this boy like literally was like what is this <laughs> He was like, this looks like a grandma dress. What are you wearing? And I was so sad. Like, I was like, this dress makes me feel so cute and sweet. And I was really, let's turn the mic off for a second. Hopefully we got it. I was really embarrassed, okay? This isn't even like a super cringy story. It was just, I remember feeling really embarrassed in that moment. Well, I'm glad that you got Definitely not the most embarrassing thing, though. I've done a lot of shit. Yeah, but it's okay. I would feel embarrassed too if I got something and I was so excited for it and then someone was like, What is that? What the fuck is that? I'd be like, Um, it's my nighty. What do you mean? <laughs> and like, you don't like You don't this. like my silk? <laughs> it's like It was cute. Like it was fitted up top. It wasn't like this big bag. It was like literally like ribbon, like cute. Yeah. It was pretty. I'm sure it was cute because it was you have so good pretty. taste. I do have good taste. It yeah. was very pretty. And this man was a hater. Hater Hater. Get your thirst quenched. Yeah. Ugh. Well, anyways, thanks for listening to us speak. I feel like we we just be rambling. Hopefully we actually touched on the topic. I think we did. I think we did a really good job, and I'm really proud of us. And <laughs> um Yeah. Uh so takeaway people <laughs> say fucking no if it don't feel good if it gives you any type of feeling in your body that isn't like a no, fuck yes no no then say no and if you said yes and then change your mind it's okay to say no you can always change your mind that's my motto you can always fucking change your mind <laughs> anytime the high kicks honey anytime anytime baby girl we well, love you we, we love, love you, you so much you can follow the pod at gone well pod you can follow me for a silly goofy time at healing with hannah b and you can follow miss charlie at (laughs) charlie c-h-a-r-l-y x root on instagram and you can also um leave a what's it called (laughs) you can leave a review for the pod support us in that way give us a rating and a review we'd really appreciate it we would really appreciate comment like subscribe (laughs) we love you so much have the best week ever Bye. bye